Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Ministries on Sunday. Amen. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Jesus is here. I hope you've been seeking him with all your heart, because he's available to each one of us. Amen? No matter what circumstances change, our God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? And if we let him, he will work miracles in our lives. If we let him, he will work miracles in our lives. Have you ever seen somebody that was so busy trying to get something done that they kept getting in their own way? Well, you don't have to be that person. You don't have to be the one that's hustling, hustling, trying to get it done, hustling, hustling, trying to get it done. And the whole time, you're getting in your own way. You don't have to be that. We've been set free. You have the awesome privilege of getting out of your own way. Think about that. I know you probably haven't considered it before, but it's available. It's full and free if you will choose to humble yourself and partake. Everybody, even babies can do this. Everybody can choose to get out of their own way. And it always makes things better. It always makes things better. Amen. But usually, we don't realize at first that that's what we're doing. We're busy focused on what we're focused on. And we don't notice that we're stumbling over our own feet. So say, let God open your eyes. So you can see that that's what you've been doing all the time. It may be a startling revelation, but it's a needed one. And if you don't know what to do once you discover it, you can ask Jesus. He knows how to untangle you. And you say, well, how did I get that done? If you sit at his feet, he'll show you. Amen. Amen. But you know, some of us are too busy making the donut. Some of us are just too busy. You know, there used to be a guy that came on the early morning news, and he used to say, If you're too busy to go fishing, well, you're just too busy. 
And I used to think that was the funniest thing. I'd get up just to listen to him say it every day. Later on, I thought about it. And I realized he was right. We're so busy trying to get this accomplished, that accomplished. I got to get this demon out. Oh, yeah, I got to get this demon out. That you're missing what God's trying to do. I need to know about this demon, Pastor. But you're busy ignoring what God's really doing. Really, Pastor? Yes, it has happened to saints before. They have this tunnel vision thing sometimes when tunnel vision isn't needed. And they can't really see the Savior for seeing what they're focused and targeted on. But if we turn our eyes toward Jesus, we will see marvelous and miraculous things. He will open our eyes to see new vistas ahead of us. But you know how it is. Some of us are determined that it's time to make the donut. Amen. Amen. Y'all getting quiet on me. Lord, thank you for keeping your promise to me. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we outsmart ourselves. Amen. Let's let Jesus be the smart one this time. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your kindness and your abruptness when you interrupt our foolishness and you get our attention final. You've been trying to get us to pay attention. But we were busy doing something else. But you're good at it. You're persistent. You're determined. You don't ever quit. It's because you love us so much. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your power and your determination to see to it that we are conformed into the image of your son, Jesus Christ. Some of the things we think, Lord, are so far from what we ought to believe. But you'll help us with that, too, if we'll trust you for it. So we want to thank you for everything that you're doing that we still can't see. You're a good God, and you love us, and you're coming like a thief in the night. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. So right now, we're going to repent. And we already know what to repent of, don't we, church? So we're going to be quiet for a moment. And everybody's going to repent on their own. Amen? For I have received of the Lord that which also 
I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself. To himself. Not, (coughs) excuse me, discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you. This is a cause of illness, saints. And many sleep. This is a cause of premature death. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. And we know that whom the Lord loves, he chastens. It's his display of love that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Amen. On that day, a lot of people are going to be very happy that they obeyed these scriptures because that condemnation is nothing like anything we've ever seen. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, We seek to continue in our connection and relationship with you. It is our desire to abide in you. We understand that our relationship with you is vital to fruitfulness in our lives. You know, good old trees don't ever stop bearing fruit. It seems like the longer they're there, the more fruitful they become. And then they have little trees that come from them, and those grow up and bear fruit too. That's a good tree. 
Amen. Amen. The Lord Jesus is the vine, and we are his branches. We must continually abide in him, in the Lord Jesus. Without him, we can do nothing. We will choose to abide in Jesus. We will allow his word to live in us. We thank you for your promise, Father, that obeying this commandment will enable us to ask what we will and know that it shall be done. Thank you for your word and its help in praying according to your will. Father, with all of our hearts, we desire to obey your word. Perfect your love in our lives so that we will constantly abide in Jesus. We will learn to walk as he walked and love as he loved. By your grace, we will follow his example and walk in his steps. We pray now, Father, asking you to strengthen us with might by your spirit in our innermost being so that Christ may fully dwell in our hearts by faith. So may we be rooted and grounded in love. Rooted and grounded in love. Thank you, Father, for the blessings of abiding in Christ. Amen. Everybody said amen. You know, uh, earlier today, well, I'll talk about this part first. I think that was yesterday I, I, I put a couple of FYIs in the chat room, and it was concerning uh, a hate crime that occurred here in Jacksonville. Some gentleman Unfortunately, he was not in his right mind. Drove all the way from his parents' home in Orange Park into Duval County and walked into a store that I frequent, not far at all from my home, and took with him a loaded, is it an AK-15, is that the number? AR-15, I never get the alphabets and the numbers right. And it had bullets in it, okay? He wasn't trying to sell it to somebody. And he shot and killed and murdered three black people. Why am I saying they were black? Because he was white. And evidently, after the FBI checked into his Facebook or email or whatever he had, they found out he had several manifestos where he was working on it, planning it, fully attempting, and carrying out his strategy to kill black people. Well, this is what I have to say to that, especially since it was in an area that I frequent because I live so close by. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, 
from my position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, on behalf of Miracle Outreach Ministries, I forgive him. Even though I know he's already in hell, I forgive him. I forgive him. I forgive him from my heart. And I pray for all of the family members and relatives and friends of the victims, Lord. They didn't do anything wrong. They just went to the corner store. They went to make purchases. They didn't go to hurt anybody. But yet their lives were stolen from them prematurely. The news showed us the family in a circle holding hands, heads bowed in prayer. Thank you, Lord. That where sin doth abound, your grace doth much more abound. We give you praise, Lord. We ask you to comfort them, to not let bitterness go in them and settle in them. Lord, protect us from bitterness, protect us from wrath, and protect us from rage. Help us, Lord, to show your compassion. Help us to be vessels of your love. Know those three members of our community are not coming back to rejoice with us. But I pray that they found their place before your throne and entrance into your kingdom. We want to thank you, Lord, that it was too hot for me to go to the store yesterday, so I stayed home. It was just too hot, so I didn't go. I could have thought of things I needed to pick up, but it was just too hot. Thank you for the too hot, Lord. Thank you for the too hot. We've been complaining. It's too hot. But I'm thanking you for it. Thank you. I pray over everyone else in our community that the peace of God will settle upon us. It hurt the mayor. I could hear it in her voice. It hurt, Lord. But we trust you to heal every hurt and to bind up every wound and every broken heart. We don't just grieve as individuals. We grieve as a community that the sadness will not engulf us completely. Help us to rise above it, and to overcome evil with good. We give you praise. 
We give you glory. We give you honor. Now, Lord, there's this storm, we're going to call it. You know, the Bible was full of storms. There were storms that came to you that you didn't, you didn't bring them up. They came to do you harm. And you stood up and you said to the storm, peace, be still. Well, Lord, the governor has done his official duty by opening up the state, especially the Gulf Coast areas, to fund it, to help in time of need. The Bible says that you provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Well, Lord, I know that you can do anything, but I'm asking you in particular today, Father, to display to the saints and to the citizens of the state of Florida just how much you love each of us. You know the history, Lord. You know who's behind it all. You know that's a nasty way to do politics. But your love is greater than all of it. So I turn this storm as it's called, and I put it in your hands, and I ask you to deal with it with your love. I ask for your love to be seen in every single act, seen and felt. Lord, remember when when Egypt had that darkness? It was darkness they could feel. I'm asking that your love be what we feel and what we experience and what we see and what we come to know more of. I've never prayed for a storm like this before, Father. But I am today. And I want all of us to know that we are deeply, deeply, deeply loved by you. Saints and sinners alike. You sent us into this world to thrive and to be a blessing. So, Lord, whatever happens with this storm, let it be dissolved in your love. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the love, Father. Oh, thank you for the love. Amen.
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Peace be still. Peace. Peace be still. You know, months ago, I went to the store to buy some water. And so there was rumors about a storm then. And the lady said to me, well, I guess you're stocking up for the storm. I said, no, I'm stocking up because I'm thirsty. You see, I'm not letting fear have any part of my life at all. Not even a shadow. What about you? So today, saints, we're going to have this little chat, this little talk. You getting cold? Okay. (laughs) It's warm up here. (laughs) We're going to talk about a new friend. A new friend. The Bible says, a man that has friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. New friends are very interesting. They introduce us to a different perspective from one who is similar to us, yet distinctly unique. If we intend to court this new acquaintance, we must be prepared to make adjustments. Yes, adjustments. You know how much we like those. We go into the grocery store. They've had a remodel, and where the the produce department was, is something else now. And the produce department has been moved to the other side of the store. You know how much we like that. Because in our mind, it's supposed to say the exact same way. We've already figured out before we arrive where we're going first, what we're looking for, what we need, what we need to get, how much we want to spend, and if we brought any coupons and how soon we can get through the checkout. You see, we planned it all. But God smiles at that. (laughs) He says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And his ways don't look like our ways. One day we'll finally get it, won't we? Amen. The old pattern must be discarded. That means we'll have to go down different aisles looking for the same product we always buy. Because you know at this point we're not going to change brands. We have decided it's this brand, period. And that's the one we want. Even if they put new brands and products on the shelf that might actually be better for us, we have made up our mind it's this one. 
and that's the one we're going to get. Well, we might have to change that idea. We must look for higher self and undiscovered avenues. You know, God says he does a new thing. He says it's coming forth. New? Now, Jesus, you know I like it the way it was at that grocery store. I knew exactly where to go. I could make it out of the store in almost 15 minutes. And now I have to wait. What a challenge. What a challenge. Hmm. Well, we must not prejudge. We must not be surprised if this one is nothing like what we have anticipated. This one may not always be gentle in our opinion. You know, you could have said that a lot sweeter. Mm-hmm. This one may not always offer encouraging words. New friends bring new attitudes, new qualities, and help us to see new possibilities. This one will most likely be quite intrusive from the onset. Yes, this friend will startle you with a true depth of reality that you cannot ignore and will demand a response. You will not be able to ignore this friend easily, nor avoid the persistent inquiry. Eye to eye, that's the way. Eye to eye. Saints, I keep asking why anyone would want to spend eternity with someone they barely know and may not even like. Well, this is your opportunity to move forward and discover some answers. You may feel quite confident in your strengths, right? Well, don't be. That's right, don't be. It is not wise to lean on the arm of flesh. Romans chapter 7, verse 18. Romans chapter 7, and verse 18. Romans chapter 7, and verse 18. Amen. Romans chapter 7, verse 18. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. Now, you know we read this thing, but sometimes we really don't want to believe it. 
For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. I have excellent intentions. And quite often, I fall short. It's part of the human condition. So say to yourself, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Again, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Very good, very good. Now, if we would just believe it. (laughs) We're accepting the word, but we really need to believe it. Because what we really believe is that we are wonderful people, and almost everything about us is simply charming. But God knows better, and so do we. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, most of us really want to do what is right, but we find it almost impossible to do so at times. We'll be going along just fine with good intentions pouring out of our thoughts, but before we realize it, the wrong thing has happened. And we come away with the unpleasant and unexpected as a result. We are flabbergasted. We've prayed, we've bound, we've confessed, we've loosed, but disappointment and sadness won the day. What went wrong? Smile, saint of God. God is at work in you. God is at work in you. We figure we love everybody until someone close to us does something to that we think is off the chain. And then we explode. Even if we don't say it right then, there's an explosion going on. Amen. And it's the way it is. My. Your new friend will stop by and uncover your most haunting weaknesses and make you acknowledge the truth. Mm. This acknowledgement process will ride you until it seems that it affects every relationship, seeps into every prayer, and with great skill and precision, adjust every attitude of your heart. Praise the Lord. Romans, we're still in Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove 
what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Well, Pastor, I thought all I had to do was get this demon out, and that would solve the whole problem. Well, that's not what it says here in Romans 12, 2. It says that there's more work to be done. That we must be transformed by the renewing of our mind. You know, we've had people to misjudge us in this ministry. Because we didn't want to cast out their demon the minute they wanted it out. But you see, wisdom tells us that you're not ready yet. If you don't start to grow some and develop some more stability in Christ, some more confidence in him, some more faith in him, when the spirit is cast out, you still won't be able to stand. And the devil will be right back before it's over. So sometimes we don't do it instantly. You see, this isn't a you pop your fingers and we call out your demon. It doesn't work that way. It never has. It never will. If the Holy Spirit is not fully in charge and fully in control, you haven't got much to work with. Some people have this idea that all we have to do is say a word and it's gone. I've got news for you. The Bible says that God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. You see, demons work with your flesh. Yes, they do. They work with your flesh. Well, I've got this rebellion demon. Mm-hmm. Well, try a different approach. Try humbling yourself. When God says, make a right turn, Try not murmuring, complaining, griping, whining, and finding fault. Try putting on your turn indicator so that everyone will know you're turning right. And at the appropriate time, make a safe and cautious right turn. And thank the Lord that you had the grace to do it. Amen. I think you get the point. Psalm 51, verse 3. Psalm 51, verse 3. Psalm 51, verse 3. Psalm 51, verse 3. For I acknowledge my transgression. What does that mean? That means I'm not going to lie to myself anymore. And I'm not going to lie to Jesus either. I'm not going to go around pretending that I'm not wrong. And that my attitude is perfect. And that it's justified and that it's everybody else's fault but mine. I'm not going to do that. 
I'm going to own up to the truth. I'm going to take responsibility for what is in my heart, in my mind, and proceeding out of my behavior. And my sin is ever before me. It's right here, God. It's up in my face, but I sure wish it would move out of the way. No. Amen? Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13. 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 The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. That undisciplined mouth, it just won't close. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So when evil is found in us, we have to hate it. It can't be, well, my grandmama used to do it. Grandpa used to, we can't go on that. We have to hate the evil that's in us. You know, he tells us, to turn from our wicked ways. So we have to come to the place where we hate our evil ways. I didn't just say disdain them and dislike them. It says hate. And pride. Hmm. Okay. We have to learn to hate our pride. Yes, we do. And our arrogancy. Because, you know, we've been pulling the shoulder and stiffening our neck and saying there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. And the evil way. You know, sometimes, saints, we can be quite conniving and manipulating when we want to be. We can walk in denial for as long as we think we can get away with it. And the forward mouth, you know that undisciplined tongue that says what it wants, what it thinks, when it gets ready, the way it feels like. Do I hate? God says he hates that. He didn't say he disliked it. He says, do I hate? You know, we have come to the understanding that two cannot walk together lest they be agreed. So we have to agree with God, with what God says in Proverbs 8, 13. We have to come to hate our own wicked ways. We can't just say, well, that's the way I am. No, that's not hatred. 
That's not being honest with God, nor ourselves. We have to come to the place where we hate it the way God does. Amen? You know when you're in this conversation, and you know that if you tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth by the spirit of truth, you're going to offend somebody. And so sometimes you just have to keep your mouth shut, and God did not give you permission that time to do it. Well, you just reneged on God. He says, and the froward mouth do I hate. That doesn't just mean the mouth that spouts all the time. It means the one that shuts when he's trying to open it. Amen and amen. So this new friend will confront you and inhibit your steps and relentlessly demand that room is made in your life for this relationship. You can't hog the whole thing. Your new friend is quite insistent and compelling. You know, there are folks that just will not get out of your face no matter what you do. This friendship will travel all over your flesh. you'll probably cry out for mercy. But we don't fully understand mercy's aim. Mercy's true nature is not the ability to give in, but rather the ability to see the end that is required and to do whatever is necessary to bring it about. Ouch. Well, that's okay. Even if what mercy must do appears to be unmerciful to the unbroken sense of reason. Unbroken sense of reason? Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. Why am I in this, God? I don't understand why this is happening to me. Well, I thought. Well, I thought. Well, I thought. Amen. Let's go visit Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 18. Jeremiah chapter 18. Jeremiah chapter 18. Amen. Jeremiah is going to help us understand. Amen. Jeremiah is going to help us to understand. Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning with verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there 
I will cause thee to hear my word. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my word. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, O miracle, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand. That's right. Jeremiah found the potter working at his wheel. But the vessel that he was forming didn't turn out as he wished. So he kneaded it into a lump and started again. Have you ever witnessed homemade bread being kneaded? Well, even if you have, your homework is to review, to see again with fresh eyes this process. You know, you get the dough together, you roll it out in this little roll shape, and then you pick it up and you slap it right on the counter. And then you slap it again right on the counter. You do it again. You slap it right on the counter. Then you roll it up in the ball and you begin the kneading process. You know, kneading is fun. Kneading is fun because you get to stretch it up and bring it back and stretch it up and bring it back and you just keep doing this. And then you roll it up in a ball again and roll it out in the shape, and then you go, pop, right on the counter again. Pop, right on the counter again. Pop, right on the counter again. <laughs> and then you do it again. Then after a while, after you've done this a few times, then you, you, you're satisfied with the way it looks. It looks pretty good then. You oil the bowl, you oil it a little bit, and you drop it in the bowl, and you cover it with a cloth. Then you push it aside and go do something else. Well, you see, that's how you get the structure to be formed in the bread. That's how the gluten is developed. That's how you get those nice holes in sourdough. You have to go through this process that does not appear to have anything to do with the finished product. But God is good at that. God is very, very, very good. 
again today. Amen. God is very good. And you know that bread tastes good. It tastes very good. Amen. Very, very good. Your initial reaction may be to look for a place to hide. Because you don't want to be popped on the counter. Hmm. Most saints will pay any price to avoid close examination and minute inspection. Look look over carefully and searchingly in order to observe with critical observation, especially for detecting errors and flaws. At this first pass, most saints rush to find their favorite false front. That's what most saints do. They search for masks, plural, to put on, and excuses to use. Anything that shields them from that penetrating insistence is what they'll reach for. Nonetheless, your newly found friend will not in any way be put off by your desperate attempt to run or hide. Hopefully, you will soon realize that your desperate attempts to hide your failures, your weaknesses, and sins are vain indeed. Numbers, chapter 32. Verse 23. Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. Numbers chapter 32 and verse 23. Amen. Numbers chapter 32 and verse 23. Behold, Ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Behold, ye have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. In case you are curious enough to peek out from your hiding, yes, peek out, from your hiding spot, or as you risk a glance over your shoulder as you try to run away, you will be startled when you run right into this new friend. You're trying to make your getaway, and just as you think you slip past, there's your new friend, up close and personal. Amen. Amen. Piercing eyes and all. Mm-hmm. That's right. Piercing eyes and all. Your friend knows what you are trying to do. Over the ages, frightened and frustrated folks 
by habit run for their self-life from the very one who can lead them to the mercy seat itself. Psalm 89, verse 14. Psalm 89, verse 14. Psalm 89, verse 14. Justice and judgment are the habitation of the throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Wow. So when we come before this throne, there's justice and there's judgment. However, mercy and truth are going to be there too. Amen. Isaiah chapter 16. Isaiah. Chapter 16, Isaiah chapter 16, verse 5, Isaiah chapter 16, verse 5. Remember who we said mercy really was. Mercy determines what needs to be done and will stop at nothing to get it done. Mercy knows what ought to be done and will see to it that it is done. And in mercy shall the throne be established, and he shall sit upon it in truth in the tabernacle of David, doing what? Judging and seeking judgment and hasting righteousness. And hasting righteousness. That's what he wants us to display. His righteousness. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. He says to come boldly. He doesn't say to run and hide. He says come boldly so we can find this mercy so mercy can help us, and we can find some grace to help us in our time of need. This new friend knows all about your vain efforts and you. However, your friend will stand in the background and wait for you to understand your true need for wisdom and comfort. Your friend knows when it is time to follow and watch. Your friend will keep a discreet distance, analyzing your every move, 
waiting for your invitation. Your friend is waiting to be received by you. This relationship will persistently call to you over and over again and again. For this friend knows something much deeper about you than even you have discovered. But should you turn away, stillness will reappear. Waiting, watching, passing the time until you are ready to try again to remove your mask, floors, scale your walls, floors, and penetrate your countless shields. You may be successful in avoiding your friend and ignoring the insistent call. You may actually avoid all direct encounters for many days, weeks, or even years. Nonetheless, since God is truly merciful, and if you truly want your Lord's fullness in your life, and I pray that you do, then the time will come when your friend will find you no matter how determined you are to hide. Sooner or later, your friend will find you. It will most likely be when you are in a most vulnerable dilemma. Perhaps this will be your opportunity to be reached. But most saints deceptively believe that they are not in the danger that their friend knows that they are in so they do not readily respond. I can handle this, so many insist. And Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, is not their motto. Yet, your friend will reply, you need my help. You to repent. Some will turn away in frustration and continue on their own way until a more volatile situation erupts. As a faithful companion, your friend will say, give me your pain that it may be turned into victory. Yet, they shout in insistence, I have no place. Your friend quietly moves away, but not far. Your friend knows your needs, but will you yield? Mark chapter 4, verse 40. Mark. Chapter 4, verse 40. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verse 40. Mark, 
chapter 4, verse 40. And he said unto them, Jesus speaking, Why are ye so fearful? Why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? After all the things I've brought you through, why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? First John chapter four, verse eighteen. First John chapter four, verse eighteen. First John chapter four, verse eighteen. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. Fear hath torment. There's no peace in torment, then. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. You see, you can't be in fear and in faith at the same time. It's one or the other. So what are you running from? Why are you hiding? There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 18. 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 All that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. Oh, if you had listened to me with the intent to obey. Oh, if you hadn't run away. Oh, if you weren't still hiding. Oh, if you take off that mask. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. Then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. There's a better alternative than hiding. Remember, Adam did that hiding thing. 
it didn't work too well for him either. Jonah did that running thing. Didn't work out too well for him either. These scriptures were written for our learning, the Bible says. For our learning. So if hiding didn't work for Adam and Eve, it's not going to work for us either. If running didn't work for Jonah, it's not going to work for us either. So now, when your friend comes by to invite you to the throne, will you yield? Will you yield? Or will you keep hiding? I suppose I'll have to leave that to you because it's your choice. It's your choice. I was watching this show on TV that they show videos to make people laugh. And there was one little girl that was so interesting. When she was asked about whether she'd been good, she said, we can't talk about that right now. Saying, a lot of us have behaved that way with the Lord. You know, Cain sort of did that in an uglier way with God. When God came to ask him, where's your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? He mouthed off to God. Well, whether we did it nasty or nice, we still weren't right. Amen? So, when your friend comes by, don't run and don't hide. Don't say when those piercing eyes look right through you. Don't say, I don't want to talk about that right now. He's come to help us. Let him help you. Let him help you. You see, he loves you. That's why he came back. Because he loves you. It's important to be loved. It's important to know that we're loved. It's important to experience true love. And true love will not allow us to stay the way we are. True love will not allow for such. Why? Because he's promised that we ought to be by that time without spot or wrinkle or any such And he's still coming like a thief in the night. Will you be ready? Well, only you can answer that. Amen? Amen. Only you can answer that. You know, 
They used to say on the TV, only you can put out forest fires. Well, only you can answer that. Tony the Tiger used to say, great. Well, that's the way you're supposed to respond to Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this word. Because it's, it's seeped down into our crevices, just where it ought to go. All of us have crud in our crevice, and you've come to clean it out. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for your grace and your power. And I thank you for healing that little boy of autism. That little boy, his dad talked to me about how wonderful he was doing. Lord, deliver him and heal him. Make him whole. Make him whole. Make him whole. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you are our shepherd. And we shall not want. We shall not want for cleanliness or holiness before you. You have a more than ample supply. But we must avail ourselves to you. We want to thank you that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we can come out of our hiding place. We cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us and that your perfect love casts out our fear. We want to thank you for that. So we're going to make a choice, Lord, and we're going to come tell you about it. And we're going to stop peeking from behind the curtain. And we're going to come out in the open. All the evil has come out of the closet. We don't need to hide from you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep, and we bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. 
We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons, and all of their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits and all of their attacks. All the brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks and all the water and marine spirits and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. We're binding all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, We bind all seducing and womanizing spirits, all sorcery devils, and your attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all demonic surveillance, all sonic and audio weapons, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks. All targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, and the work of every druid. We thank you, Lord. We bind all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind everything being used as a weapon against us from outer space, from off any planet or star, from any solar system, from every satellite, through every cell tower, through our devices, in Jesus' name. And we return those beings and those attacks from whence they came in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all 5G and components and all microwave frequency weapons. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, indigenous groups tribal groups, islander groups, isolated groups, religious groups, demonic groups, every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, diviners, and pagans. We bind all global cabals. We bind every group in the Illuminati. We bind every group that is an enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom. We bind their methodology. We bind their logic. We bind their procedures and their programs. We take authority, dominion, and power over their works, 
and we bind them and change them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all of their witchcraft. We bind all of their witchcraft and all of their evil chanting and all of their evil disputing and accusations against the righteous in Jesus' name. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. And we bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bull flies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind Rukuhurke Mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, monitor, track, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust and addictions and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging. All blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demons, no wicked person, no unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website and the app. Returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, hexes, vexes, and jujus. Returning all Nigerian witchcraft. Returning all tribal witchcraft. Returning all Chaldean witchcraft. Returning all Spanish witchcraft. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, 
finding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charm, time magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demon of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony. In Jesus' name, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, mystic rituals, attending the New World Order, the New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, and the woke activism in Jesus' name. Binding make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la lands, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. Binding martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, and anarchy, taking authority, dominion, and power over all passivity which emanates from a spirit of Ahab in the name of Jesus Christ, binding all passivity, uncross your legs and arms, Binding all passivity, binding all passivity, all passivity, all passivity, emanating from a spirit Ahab in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out. You're bound in the name of Jesus. All Ahab and passivity spirits, all timidity, all fear, you're bound in Jesus' name. Cringing fear, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Apprehension, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Intimidation, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, Spirit guides and defilement by wizards, binding the king of pride, his arrogancy, his ego, and his refusal to yield the truth in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over all Leviathan spirits. We cut off your heads. We rip off your armor in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Oh, just as they skin an alligator. Just like they pull the entire armor off of an alligator once it's been killed. They strip it off whole. We cut off your heads, Leviathan. 
We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and solely sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols in idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception. Deception, we bind the lying spirit in Jesus' name. All idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal. And his abortion. We bind Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the work. Of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. We're breaking the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, rite, vow, pledge, pact, all their powers. We bind the brotherhood. The rituals, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry, not only through the Masons, but all the associated and affiliated organizations in Jesus' name. We call you out of the family. We call you out of the family line. We call you out of the family line right now in Jesus' name. We call all Freemasonry out of the family line. Come on out of God's people. You can't continue to track them in the name of Jesus Christ. You can't continue your wicked surveillance in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, every instrument of wicked surveillance, we blind in the name of Jesus. We plug up those holes in the wall in the name of Jesus Christ with the blood of Jesus and the power of the name of Jesus. We plug up every opening, every crack, every orifice, every portal, and we say never again in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for the same judgment that Elamias received coming on those that surveil illegally in Jesus' name. Not just illegally according to man's idea, but according to the throne of God. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we close and seal the third eyes forevermore in Jesus' name. We close and seal the third eyes forevermore in Jesus' name. We close and seal forevermore all the third eyes in the name of Jesus. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. 
We bind the insanity, the pride, the work of errors, and the foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and lose all the retaliation of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind the rituals of every secret society. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We renounce and denounce them all and loose ourselves from You know, saints, there are families, groups, tribes of people that have rituals and customs and traditions passed down the family line, and they just do them every year because that's what they do. They have no idea what their origin is or where they were instituted. So I'm encouraging you to submit all of yours to the throne of God. Place them on God's altar. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And see what God will do. Place them on the altar of God and see what God will do. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demonic altar that has ever or presently exists in Jesus' name. And we bind all of its wicked powers in Jesus' name. We forbid those powers to operate in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that your word is truth and Jesus is Lord over all. Thank you, Lord. You know, sometimes we have friends. And we have soul ties with those friends. And we have no idea what's behind the curtain. We take our friends at face value. But we don't know about their history, their family lineage. We don't realize that we've tapped into what's in them. So I encourage you to place all of those relationships on the altar of God and see what God will do. Sometimes they don't even know what's in their past. So I encourage you to place every single relationship on the altar of God and see what God will do. You say, well, my friends and I have been friends a long time. Well, what about your children? What about your grandchildren? What about the people they associate with? And the spirits that are transferred to them through those persons and then on to you. Sometimes trouble comes from an unexpected source. Amen. Amen. You know, If you don't turn the rock over, you'll never find out if it's a snake under it. Amen. Hallelujah. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. Now, if you know you've got a family member that's in deep sin, you know that their acquaintances and friends are in deep sin too. And those demons attract more demons. And when they come to you, they come to transfer those spirits to you. 
Let's be wise, saints. Let's be wise. We've been taught. Let's walk in the teaching Jesus has given us. Amen. Sometimes we're so happy to see them that we let our guard down. And emotionally, we open up to them, and the demons are just waiting to pounce on us. Amen. Amen. We bind the spirit of slumber, and we thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all of the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth and lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We command every demon that has followed us was sent to us or transferred to us to leave us now. We command you to be bound and to leave us in Jesus' name. We bind every demon coming across the computer lines, the phone lines, and we return them in any curses to the senders. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for kings and all who are then in a, that are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or someplace else. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves and our mode of transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over animals, demons, bad driving, objects, whatever may be in the way, Father, even the, the leftovers from a wreck still in the roadway. Amen. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus and take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, any spirit trying to trying to use our pet, any spirit trying to use our pet against us. We command them to stay away, and we thank you, Lord, for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for linking shields of your warring angels. We want to thank you for Psalm 91. We want to thank you for your praising angels. But most of all, we thank you for your holy presence, Lord. Thank you. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, 
curses, anything sent to us from the demonic realm. We destroy and tear down and burn ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and undance and tear down and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, and shamans. We break the power of all of their vexes, hexes, curses, love spell, and charms. Lord, they can't use any of that blood that was spilled in the store yesterday for demonic purposes in Jesus' name. That is not a demonic blood sacrifice. Hey! Lord, don't let any witch, any warlock, any wizard, or any such individual go into that store, stand on the spot where the slain fell, and do any kind of incantation, any kind of ceremony, release any kind of curse. Shut it down, Jesus. Shut it down. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. We shut it down. We tear down their spells, their charms, their psychic thoughts and prayers, all witchcraft, death, bewitchments, no death spirits come to join the death spirits from yesterday. We sever your communication with those demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all mind control and potions, all sickness, pain, and torment, psychic warfare and powers, incense and candle burning, chantings, ungodly blessings, crystals, hoodoo, root works, tribal rituals, and sins. We send it back in the name of Jesus. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over that location, and we take authority, dominion, and power over the spirits in the heavenly. We bind the powers, the principalities, the rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places over that location. In the name of Jesus. You won't get away with it again. We return spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. Lord, we ask for the judgment of the righteous judge against any wizard, warlock, witch, or person operating in demonic occult activity. To help that situation come to pass. I find it strange that they drove all the way from Orange Park to inside Jacksonville. I cover that pathway with the blood of Jesus Christ. I cover that pathway with the blood of Jesus Christ. And I seal it in the heavenlies in Jesus' name. I seal it in the heavenly, in Jesus' name. 
Rada de Dios sur, requise de rebreque de Dios surara, requete de brusha de Dios sai, requete de brusha de Dios surara de acarro, cojo requise, rinde la Dios sur de rebreque de Dios sala, la Dios sur de rebreque, sula la Dios sur de rebreche de Dios surara de aquí está, raca curre sala de Dios sur de rebreche de rebreche de Dios We return to sender spirits of blindness, spirits of bondage, spirits of hate. Spirits of heaviness, we thank you, Father, for saving many a soul, for saving many a soul in spite of what happened. Thank you, Lord, for getting their attention. Thank you for shaking them to the bottom of their soul. We release salvation over them. Satan, you can't stop them from getting saved. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We join, Father, in agreement with the prayers of the Christian churches in that vicinity that are crying out to you today. Thank you, Lord, for receiving our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, Lord, that that particular spot has special significance to me personally. It was at that particular interstate one intersection one day that you rebuked me soundly. And I've never forgotten it. Because by the time the light changed, I had changed. I want to thank you for that. I remember that day, Lord. You read me the riot act, and I deserved it. But by the time the light changed, I was changed. I want to thank you for that, Lord. I want to thank you and give you praise. Thanks. Life is filled with swift transition. We have to hold on to God's unchanging hand. This is not a time to let go. This is not a time to hide from Jesus. This is a time for the redeemed to say so. Amen? Amen. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Rise to the benediction. Amen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And everyone said, Amen. 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 The peace of God be with you. Amen. Pastor loves you. Uh, Continue doing what we are doing. Continue seeking the Lord. 
Continue walking in his word. Amen. 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 Don't forget everything on your list of things to do that we do, all the intercession we're doing, all the persons we are interceding specifically for, because they're dependent. They're dependent on the prayers of the saints. And in this ministry, we hold each other up in prayer. Amen? Amen. Amen. Nothing is too small and nothing is too difficult. We pray for each other. We hold each other up in prayer before the Lord, knowing that the Lord will hear our prayers and answer. He's bringing our answers and our solutions as we trust him for them. Amen? Amen. Amen. So Pastor loves you. Keep singing your song, you know, the holy, holy, holy one that I put in the chat room. You know that one. Amen. We fall down, we lay our crown at the feet of Jesus, the greatness of his mercy and love at the feet of Jesus. We cry, holy, holy, holy. We cry, holy, holy, holy. We cry, holy, holy, holy. Is the land. Amen. Amen. We love you. God bless.